0: Hi, I'm Denise Vivaldo. And I'm Diane
1: Worthington. And we are Women Beyond a Certain Age. That's the name of our podcast, Denise. Yes.
0: Go ahead. Today we've got a show that came directly from our Facebook page, Women Beyond a Certain Age. We had mentioned that women become invisible as they age, or they certainly feel that way. So... Diane did some research, and we are talking about that today,
1: Diane. And tell us what you named the show. Well, I think the best, defin- the best way to listen to this is to think about the invisible woman syndrome. And I think that's a social phenomenon. I don't know that it's a clinical term, but it's something that a lot of women really experience. There's so much talk about this because it's, it's an enormous subject. And it affects each of us differently and at different times in our lives. You know, Denise, we live in a youth-obsessed culture and where how you look is who you are. And um, as we age, things become different. I've spoken to women in their 40s who feel like they are, quote, over the hill. And, of course, women in their 50s and above. Here's the thing. It's going to happen to all of us. What is going to happen? Aging. So it's worth figuring out how we're going to harness the power within each of us. There are many ways to feel invisible. Clothing, body image, wrinkles, feeling tired, less energy, not feeling as creative. So I think we're going to talk today about how do we take back feeling invisible for ourselves and what to be thinking about. Or here's actually another thought. Maybe you're fine with that, and you really don't care. And with
0: that, Diane, after you and I had discussed this, started talking about this show, in the New York Times on August 5th was a fabulous article by a woman named Margaret Wrinkle. Yeah, she does the opinion page often. Yeah. And it's called, her article is called The Gift of Menopause. I gobbled it up. Mm. I read it because one of the things that happens menopause is such a big deal. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's such a big deal. It is body images. It's it's your body image. Your hair gets thinner. Your face may sag. I mean, just a lot of things happening on the outside besides your internal temperature. And I think that menopause really leads us feeling invisible, leads us to it. So if we don't have some... Tips or techniques or a network of people that help us—you just get there. Do you know what I mean? You just get to this horrible point of feeling invisible because of all the other changes that your body is already going through. And it's really a good point, Denise. What if you live alone? And you know, I when I in my marriage. No matter what it is, I don't care if I have a hangnail or I'm bitchy. I say to my husband, it's menopause. And then he always says, aren't you out of menopause? And I'll say, it's the lingering effects. (laughs) So we, but you know, it's really, and of course it happens to all of us at different times, at different ages in our bodies. But I know
1: this. What are the issues when you think about them? For me, it's uh, sleeping, which has gotten much better for me. Good. Uh, The biggest fight i have in our household is uh my um internal thermostat i am always hot and my husband is like are you kidding me we're living in a refrigerated refrigerated city in this house it's insane (laughs) i I don't know what to do about it but i just say look you got two choices you can leave or you can put on a jacket
0: (laughs) i was at a conference not too long ago And the little darling event coordinator who was 25, I kept saying, honey, turn the thermostat down. And she wasn't understanding me. And then I said to her, everyone in this room is over 50. We'd like to be able to hang beef in this room.
1: (laughs) I haven't used that one yet, but that's a good one. Yeah, too warm. It's definitely an issue. But those are just a few of the things. Obviously, taking off weight becomes more of an issue. Which and. affects how you feel about
0: yourself and your looks, right? So again, maybe you know. I think that the in the invisible feeling, and I love this article that we just mentioned. Yes. I love that in the the um, stream that happened on our Facebook page, it was like half and half. Some women said, "I'm so grateful to be invisible because now I can get on with my life." Yes, I uh, yeah, okay. Exactly. And then others really. And other people resent it. Yeah. Now I don't care in my personal life. I'm the only thing is, and I've told you this, Diane. I miss flirting. I know you do. Denise. I love boys. Now that's so cute. It is I cute. Like that, and also I'll tell you something, and I'm going to be perfectly honest with you. I'm good at flirting, <laughs> so that makes me want to do it. But you can still flirt. Well, this is I try. I do, and it's not slimy or disgusting. No, no, it's no. Just, but tell us about the guy okay. that you. He- Ah. Uh, this was a f- this was an example. It's my birthday. I was going to be 67 in a day or two, and I went to Costco because when I was young, I was shopping at Neiman Marcus, but now it's 67, <laughs> exactly. I'm shopping at Costco. Isn't that where everyone gets their wardrobes? Well, uh, remember the embarrassing time you and I were at a sleepover, and we had the same pajamas oh, from Costco? We
1: were at a conference, and, and it was a sleepover, and everybody got in their pajamas and robes, and Denise and I, who really rarely saw each other, Come with the same Costco PJs. I know it was pretty that same was,
0: color. I'm going to taste like That was a
1: social faux pas, but luckily we weren't with people that were fancy enough to know the difference. <laughs> that is that is the truth. It was very funny. But back to what you were saying about I'm your in line at Costco. At Costco. Yeah.
0: I'm in line. For, I've already had my hot dog and drink. I've done my shopping. It's my birthday, and I look up and I see the sign that says non-fat yogurt Sunday, and I think to myself, "Ooh, I want one of those." I'm standing in line, and the handsome. Six-foot-tall gentleman with graying hair is behind me, and he whispers in my ear. He says, I'm ordering the chicken pesto sandwich. What are you ordering? And I said, I'm ordering the nonfat um, Sunday." And he said, oh, well, there's that. And I said, well, it's my birthday. And he said, oh, you'll have to tell me what it feels like to turn 40.
1: okay. Now,
0: I could just die after that. And I'd be I would <laughs> I have to tell you something. I thought the eye cream is working. Okay, that's, This sweatshirt is very attractive. I'm yeah, not sure why I, I always, doubted this outfit change. <laughs> but anyway, I'm just saying it was charming. It was it was just charming. We were just we flirted for all of 30 seconds. And I drove away and I thought it's fun. To, it's just like anything else. Saying hello to people in the morning, creating how you feel, looking for, you know, looking on this. Walking on the sunny side of the street, which I have been accused of. But it there's nothing wrong with it, and it was just fun. So and I and it gave me a great lift that day. Now, do I find myself worth by my looks anymore? Of course not. I'm 67 years old. I've been yeah. working, you know. But I know this. I don't feel invisible in my personal life. I have a a, a loving friends and family and a husband, but in work at my age. Yeah, it's very I th- you got to share I, a couple yeah, of. Yeah. I am finding that I feel invisible because someone who's in their early 20s or 30 who is working with me on a set just sees my gray hair and thinks I'm an old lady.
1: Okay. Right, exactly. It's mean- like
0: discounting my 30 years of experience because I seem too old to them. Yeah. And that's, when I've had that happen to me in the last year or two, I've thought, ooh, I've got to figure out ways to either fight it, combat it, but I don't want to accept it, okay? That's all it is. I'm not going to, I'm not wiping the slate clean on 30 years of experience because somebody thinks, because my hair is gray, that I don't know what I'm talking about.
1: Right. No, I understand that. And I also think, I mean, I've had my own experiences where people have thought, that I'm too slow and not quick enough for them um, in a work environment. And I don't know. I think the lack of respect for being an older person is shocking to me because we have so much to share. It's, it's extraordinary.
0: You know, Diane, one of the reasons when I teach on the cruise ships, most of the people that are cruising are older. And uh-huh. you know what? So you're eating dinner. So I have met so many, you know, I'm talking sixty, seventy, eighty year old people, yeah. and some of the most dynamic
1: people I've met on the ship are in their early eighties. Oh, it's it's amazing. It's oh so much God. about what's in your head, Denise. It's, it's how you t- and
0: how you know how you treat yourself and how you allow other people to treat you. Yes. Now maybe it takes once in a while, and this is what happened to me. With you know, this has happened to me. Working as a food stylist, working as a culinary producer, once in a while, a very insecure talent oh, would yeah. start to just be, you know, nasty nasty. Sometimes it was a male chef that couldn't wait to, you know, put, put me down because I was just a food stylist. Right. Well, I used to found out, for me, I usually kind of grabbed their hand and said, you know, I'm getting paid to make you look better. And, they'd be qui- and they were and quiet all of a sudden and shut they up got up and, quiet.
1: Yeah.
0: Or I'd say, you know, Cindy and I are working our buns off in the back to make this show rock for you. And you know what? They didn't, have, they didn't have a comeback for that because they realized how stupid they were being. I know. I know we all have to find our own way, but I do think we have to talk about it. And maybe it's with our family. I know this. As a young woman, beautiful. My girlfriends all had babies in their early 30s. They were yeah. gorgeous. And then when they started to have babies and I'd go over to their house, I'd say, well, let's go to the market. And they would say, Ugh. And I'd say, what's the matter? They'd say, well, you know, no one will even help me out with the groceries anymore now that I've had a baby. And I love your story about this time. But they were already feeling invisible because now they were a mommy. Yeah. Yeah, beautiful, young and a mommy,
1: but they were starting to feel invisible. Yeah, it doesn't matter it, it, you know, for each age it has its own sense of what it yes. means to a, a person. But as we age, cuz this you know, women beyond a certain age is about the issues that come up for us and how we think about them and how we want to help each other in in a community to to deal with some of the more don't know what the word challenging issues are and one is i think and i do think it's really important to come back circle back to that some of us don't feel badly about being invisible absolutely it's freeing i mean i've read stories about people talking about the freedom that they feel for not having to look glamorous to be a certain way to live that way and to just sort of find who they are now through their dress and their cosmetics and everything else in their life. You know, Diane, one day I was on the set with a a wonderful client, but an aging starlet.
0: Okay. uh Uh-oh. But all I'm saying is this, the dress no longer fit appropriately. Gotcha. Okay. And, but it was a photo shoot, and so they kind of duct taped the back of it together. (laughs) But at that moment, she said to me, God, I'm getting too old for this. Now, I did, and I love this woman. I didn't mean to, but I said, yeah. Yeah, you are. (laughs) And then as soon as I said it, of course, I wish I could have taken it back. But I was thinking, you just tried to put a 70-year-old body... In yeah. a 50-year-old dress. Yeah. No, boy, bueno. You know, no, it, not it, good. It's no longer working for you. So I think that that's what really being invisible, if we feel invisible, it's how, we're, how
1: we fight our way out of it. Do you know what I mean? Well, or I think the, f- the, the nub of this, when I think about it, is it comes from your inner self-confidence. Yes. And sometimes you feel crappy about yourself no matter what. And sometimes you just really feel like you've got it. And you've got it may mean something different to you at this point, but it's about who you have become as this person and how you feel about yourself so that sometimes you can sort of ward off the obnoxiousness of the invisibility or the rudeness that sometimes comes with this. Good point. Um, But I do think that sometimes it 's like you 've got to talk to yourself and say i don 't know why would why would somebody you know their loss that 's what I right. say sometimes when people are rude or ignore me as, as you've talked about um, you know we have so much wisdom to share, and it feels bad when you can 't talk about it that 's right. I have a friend, mostly a Facebook friend, but we've been
0: in a food blogging group together. Always a doctor. Brilliant. Brilliant woman. Well, she's older, older than I am. Yeah. But you know what? She looked. And she was feeling invisible at home, and she said, God, I've always been so busy. But she was ready for a change. She could no longer, she was not going to greet patients every day and have a practice. Because, you know, that's a grind, and that's a lot of work. Oh. That's hard work, yeah. even when you love it. So she went to her neighborhood kindergarten school. And has been volunteering there. She's teaching kids about nutrition. She's helping the teacher. There's just she's she's connected to these children. And she said to me, Denise, when I walk in the room, I'm not invisible. All I see is smiling faces that couldn't wait to see me. And it made me it made me cry because I thought, what a wonderful. To talk about turning it around. So she made herself visible to people that appreciate and
1: love her. How yeah. great is that? Well, it's really the theme. That's such a great story because here was a physician who had all this respect. And, exactly. Um, I don't know. You know, just probably felt pretty good about herself from the point of view of being a physician. But it wasn't enough. And she had the guts and probably the ambition to say, I, I don't want to do this anymore, and was obviously able to. But I think for those of us who have either sort of, you know, for me, I'm still in the food writing business. I still do my column for the Chicago Tribune every week. Um, it's slower. It's like a slow movement out that feels good. It doesn't feel bad. You you want to leave when you still feel good about it, what you're doing. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. And And also, but things do take, you and I've talked about this,
0: Diane, and it doesn't mean you have to give it all up. No. I don't move as quickly as I used to. I mean, I used to want to. I could. I was up at six a.m. hitting the, you know, hitting the ground running. Now I awaken. <laughs> I want to. I want to watch the bir- the hummingbirds at the birds feeder. And I said to a friend, "God, I'm getting old. I'm so intrigued by these birds. <laughs> but you know what? That's okay because yes, it I've is. run at a hundred miles an hour my whole life. So maybe it's time for me." To enjoy some other things. I can still work. I can still be useful. I can still, you know, help other people. But maybe for me, I'm going to take this time to move a little slower and enjoy myself.
1: And maybe well, that's, the thing
0: is, Denise, you know, positive about being
1: invisible. Yeah. But, but I do think that the thing is, as we age and get older, and if you were lucky enough to have success in your career, in your work life... It feels more natural. It's slow, but it feels more natural to say, you know, I don't need to be doing, creating five new recipes simultaneously, answering the phone, talking to a committee member in New York about some issue, and uh, at the end of the day, then, you know, go out to dinner with uh, people and continue being, you know, on.
0: I, agree. I can
1: slow down. And I think that that's such a great thing that you brought up for all of us. It's not only physically necessary, it's okay. Well, you aren't going to, you know, fall apart. No. And in the same vein, when I'm with young,
0: beautiful women... Mm-hmm. And I know that they're running at 100 miles an hour. Do you right. know what I mean? Yeah, you I, see, you're because you're watching I, in, your own self. That's right. right. And when I see them doing it, I think, oh, good, let them handle that. So if I'm doing a demonstration yeah. or a class, I kind of sit back. I'm drinking my iced tea, and I'm thinking, let them do it. Right. And it's because this is their time to build their career. It's the natural it's course the natural how it course. should be. You know? And. Also, when, you know, it's kind of like when I'm with some, just breathtakingly, which I think most of them are, because they're so young, they don't even know how pretty they are. None of us ever know that we were pretty until we get old and we've lost it. Yeah, I think that's a good one. I mean, my husband says to me, the older you get, Denise, the prettier you were when you were young. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I know, he's such a turd. (laughs) But here's (laughs) the thing. I'm with beautiful young women. They're supposed to be. They're looking for mates. They're supposed to, you right. know, right. procreate. They're supposed mm. to be young and beautiful. But I, always, I said this recently to Natalie Dupree, and she and I were laughing at that, but I said... I'm not jealous. I had my time. There were a couple of times in my life that I stopped clocks. Do you know what I mean? When I yeah. walked into a party or into something, yes. I was pretty. But you know what? Jesus Christ! I did not want to keep that up my whole life. <laughs> no, it, no. And you can't.
1: And it's it's just the natural. And it's also just I think it's the natural progression of, of life. Of course, you know, of, course it is. of a woman's life, and to recognize that it doesn't have to be such a downer and negative. That's right. You know, we've got illnesses that come up which can come up at any time in your life but you're going to have issues that are going to come up your knees hurt you know your your eyes you're seeing cataracts when you're driving at night and blah 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 it's so boring when i have to i I recently had a dinner party and i knew i had to get an entirely new batch of friends (laughs) because i walked out and almost every single person was either had or going to get their back surgery (laughs) Because they were having trouble with their sciatica. And I said to my husband the next day, and he said, I am truly mean. I said, we got to get a new group, man. I I don't want to do this. And he said, you are so mean. I said, I don't really mean no. it. I sort of mean it. You, no, you <laughs> want
0: input. We need, the reason I love having friends of every age from mm. 80 to 20 yeah. right. is that, we we need we need the energy we need their wisdom we need to appreciate each other for what we've been through you know i think men also i'll tell you kenny came home one day it was very cute he came home he'd had this beautiful new suit made when we were in bangkok so it was this black you know raw silk suit Mm -hmm. he he got dressed up and he went to court and he came home and I said oh you're so handsome in your new suit did you have a good day at work and he said when I was young I would have already been having dinner with the court reporter and, I, <laughs> oh, and he he's was, a stitch oh <laughs> he's he I, I said no looks and I said no one even knew I was there and I <laughs> but you know inside I thought honey it happens to all of us yeah it doesn't so, so that's That's what we're all trying to, you know, that we're trying to share. Yeah, I think that it happens to women more because of childbearing years, menopause, and the fact that our society says, oh, sure, a 60-year-old guy can have a 30-year-old girl, and there's nothing wrong with that. But if a 60-year-old woman has a 30-year-old guy, she's a cougar. It's unbelievable, isn't it? And when people have called me a cougar, when I'm flirting, I say to them, how dare
1: you? I'm a saber-toothed tiger. (laughs) I love it. Go for it, (laughs) Denise. That, that is a way, that is definitely a way not to be invisible. <laughs> but, but in terms of this, I do think that we have to think about what makes us feel good yes. inside ourselves, because one thing that I know for sure, and this really comes from living a, a life, um, you're just not always gonna feel good about yourself you're not you, you know you can but you have to find it within yourself yes meaning that you cannot just be sucking up what's out there to make you feel pretty smart right you know clever it has to. you have to build your foundation internally and you know at this point in life people might say are you kidding that that ship has sailed but in a way, whatever your life is meant to you, you have to find those pieces because that's who you are. That's and right. you have a lot to, a lot to share. So well said. And you know, Diane, another, and this could be a whole
0: other show. Yeah. What you just said speaks to me because I know this, self-talk and how you speak to yourself. I would never speak to another human being, male or female, on the planet the way I can beat myself up. Oh my god. Yeah. So if in the morning you're not feeling good about yourself, if you just want to lay on all the bad news, you know what I yes, mean? Yes, exactly. Then you're grabbing that bottle of bourbon at nine fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> or you're you know what I mean? Or you're
1: thinking, God, I hope the bus hits me today. Yeah. You but, just you just like it's time for an entire day of I Love Lucy. Thank you. Yeah. I see women, friends of mine
0: with Ugly self-talk, and I say to them, stop it. Just stop it. Like, the world doesn't beat us up enough. But I'm not sure that men, and I'm sure there are some. I'm not. I'm just generating this. All I know is women have, with perfectionism and with trying to accomplish so much, we so turn against ourselves. Do you know what I mean? Yes. In ugly talk. Yes. I'm too fat. You may only weigh 10 pounds, you know. Right. Last night I
1: ate ice cream. I, 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 felt I ate terrible. too many
0: cookies. Or, you know, oh, oh I, was, I promised I'd make a great dinner, and then I, you know, we didn't. I was too, of course you were too tired, you know. So I just think that sometimes self-talk, how we treat ourselves, is going to turn out into how other people treat us, and I know I've said that, but I think that self-talk, is so important in what you were talking about figure out get a basis and
1: and yeah. don't be invisible if you don't want to be invisible don't be invisible and the way to begin to do it is to look internally yep. if you look externally you're going to come up with it it isn't real it isn't it isn't solid you know what i mean because always we know this there's always going to be
0: someone younger prettier richer or thinner than you are yeah okay (laughs) now so accept accept it (laughs) accept
1: it accept it because that's the that is it that's like the mantra you know and you you and i know that working i've worked in hollywood there
0: isn't a day i remember on one tv show this is pathetic Oh good a beautiful Sharon. girl beautiful, beautiful actress she was thirty three but she was supposed to be playing, and she was playing the oldest sister of four there were four sisters on a show,
1: yeah,
0: well, she got in front of the camera and for a test, just a you know costume and a color test, and the other three girls were all in their early twenties, so she had a decade on them. The cameraman inadvertently says, which was, of course, a no-no, Jesus, do you have a rough weekend? Look at the bags under your eyes. Look (laughs) at the luggage you're carrying under your eyes. Now, I have to tell you, the whole set, I'm in the corner doing the food, it froze because at 33, when everybody else was 23, and they were were all beautiful. Right, of course. That girl took to her dressing room and called her agent and was crying so long that we didn't get to tape that day, okay? We taped around her. She was so fragile, yeah. About her looks at this moment. Well, if you're an actress, that's and what that's sh- what you're selling, and you vo- you know you've got a short life expectancy anyway. That's the truth. It's a tough one. So, But it taught me a huge lesson that day. Of course, I've, I've always been so grateful. I never wanted, that I wasn't trading on my looks. Because... I didn't, you know what I mean, because I wanted to be a chef. It doesn't matter what you look like
1: when you're in that kitchen. I'm telling you, if
0: you got to get dinner on the
1: table for 500 people, nobody cares what you look like, what outfit you're wearing. (laughs) No, and also, I mean, as I said before, you know, when I got into this, uh, probably about the same, a little bit earlier than you. A little bit earlier. I I went to the Cordon Bleu in 1970, 1971, and. um, and then I lived in Europe the following year, cooking and, um, you know, just asking chefs uh, for anything I could learn. But that was way before it was hip, cool, and happening oh, to be yeah. doing what I was doing. And, in fact, I remember my mother saying, w- what are you doing? What are you going to do with this? You know? I mean, get re- I mean, aren't you going to graduate school? So, of course, I came home and went to graduate school, tried to be the good professional, but I was... You know, I was hooked, line and sinker, about food, taste, and the whole gestalt of of food and the anthropological parts of it as well as the flavors. And so I I just think that I was lucky because I found something I love to do and I got to build on it. So I'm not saying to you, audience, that, you know, if you, didn't have a great, if you didn't have a great career, there's nothing for you to think about because you've got your own greatness of whatever you're interested in. And I think to combat invisibility, it's, again, it's not just what you look like. I mean, if you feel badly about, quote, the way you look, deal with it, whether it's, you know, whatever that means to you. Absolutely. If it means going to the major plastic surgeon who charges $50,000, I say, as we say, mazel top. But... <laughs> If not so much, and you want to get some new creams or new foundation, whatever, whatever it is, you can do it. You're, you're allowed to do it, and, and not know, to feel shame around it. And you know, Diane, you and I, because we were talking that the
0: next show that we hope to be working on, mm-hmm. is mentoring or volunteer work, because when you feel empty inside, I don't know if there's anything easier. A, a cheap thrill is to help somebody else. And we all know it. Love it. it all I know is when, I ha, when I'm able to mentor someone, when I'm able to help someone else, it can be as simply as bringing an older person that I know that's kind of a shut-in. I bring her a turkey sandwich from wow. Bonds. We sit for an hour and talk. I have a great time. This, yeah. isn't, this is not volunteer work. This is because it, it, yeah, it's I friendship. Yeah. And you know what? But when I leave, I know I made a difference for her, and she made a difference in me.
1: Well, exactly, and that's the thing that I think people do not get. I don't think we when help you each reach other out, enough. you get way more than the, than what you did. Whether it was bringing a sandwich, making a meal, taking the whoever somewhere that needed your company, that's you right. end up. It's invaluable. It's invaluable. Well, Miss Diane, I I think that we've talked about.
0: We've given some tips and some personal stories. I do have a couple of tips Please that I was me. thinking Please about. Please tell me
1: a couple of tips. That I um, think about. Uh, by the way, there's a very funny... Well, it's not even funny. It's called A Well-Style a well Life. It's a blog. I happened to find it. And I found it amusing because she was saying, how can women, older women, really combat invisibility? Attention to personal grooming is very important. And I thought that was sort of amusing because, you know, she's in different outfits every day showing you how you can get you can get <laughs> attention that way. So go check it out. I think it's called a well styled life. And um what else did she say that I thought was appearance and polishing your personal style is crucial because frumpiness is the fast track to invisibility. Oh my god. Being now- <laughs> in wait, I got more, Denise. <laughs> being informed about current events and being able to intelligently Join conversations also increases your visibility. Actually, I think that's true. I do, too. You know? Be with um, it. Be with it. And, but I had a few that I was thinking about. You know, as I age, issues come up. You've got to go to the doc. You've got to be on top of your health, whether it's the dentist yes. or the doctor. You just do. I'm sorry, but for those of you who don't like going to the doctor, you just have to know what you might need or might not so you can have a good life and feel really good. And then for me, it's really finding something that interests me that isn't necessarily about my former career, that had everything to do with food one way or another. And for me, it's been doing volunteer work in a different area and also working on this podcast with you, Denise. Um, I also wanted to... And we're learning as we're working on the podcast,
0: Diane. which I know... Oh, my gosh. It's what's really important to you and I is we like the excitement... Of learning something new. It's a challenge. And, you know, and of course, we also have Cindy. So when we don't know what button to push, we can still carry on. That is really the truth, Cindy. Without you, forget I've been saying to Cindy for 20 years, oh, I'll learn that next year. Now that's... (laughs) That's a big fat lie, but luckily she's never called in the marker. But it is important to keep. I think you. Why else do we get out of bed in the morning? Do you no, know what I mean? You really, gotta have something.
1: You've gotta you gotta have something to, do. to get out of the bed for. You got it's it. That's really what. Um, also, I think it's really for me. I think about the fact that I had to structure my days as an adult yes. of my life. I didn't go to a job, an office. My office is in my house. And I had to wake up and have create my own structure. And so in the same way, I have to uh, create my own structure now. And whatever that means for you, so that you keep keeping busy really is important. Um, And there's plenty of things you can be doing, which you'll be able to figure out as you go along. But certainly, I think exercise, I know how much you love that, Denise. (laughs) Uh, And, you know, whether it's lunches, dinners, meetings... Cultural events, classes, volunteering—don't just say, "Oh, I don't feel like it. I'm tired." You got to push yourself a little because, like the like what you get back when you help someone, it's the same thing. It gives you more energy. It gives you more excitement, and you don't feel invisible. You feel like you're in the world. That's right. I know this.
0: Diane, I will say, my husband and I will both say, oh, no, I don't want to go to the movies tonight or the Friends will invite us to something. And then we both, sometimes our first reaction is, no, I don't want to go out tonight. And yet when we make the effort. Yeah. Then Pays you off. get there and you have a glass of wine and you see some people you haven't seen and you make other plans or you just, you're, it's so easy to, to, you know, to, get lazy to get lazy and you're absolutely correct I know for me what I'm how I put my you saying structured my newest thing is my business plan is what do I want to do for the last 20 years of my life if this is my last act Mm -hmm. and instead of working every minute of the day how do I get to have more fun more meaning you know help others so that's how I'm creating structure. Do you know what I mean? It's well, like yeah, a absolutely.
1: Plan. That's a, But that's what I'm talking about. Maybe you want to do more going to theater. Maybe you want to learn how to play an instrument, maybe whatever it is, yes. it's about figuring out what's going to bring happiness and satisfaction. And for me and for you, it's also about giving back in some way, which we'll talk about in future podcasts, whether it's mentoring or whether it's as a volunteer. Well, I hope if
0: whoever's listening, even if you, I know we all listen to podcasts, like when you're driving on a long trip or it's Sunday morning and you're doing laundry, whatever, go to the Facebook page, make, please tell us your feelings about being invisible or... If you've learned something or if you could teach us something, please do. Because I think that's what Diane and I are trying to accomplish. And thanks for listening. And we'll I'm, see you next time. We'll see you next time. We have uh, an email, which is an email address, which is women beyond at... Cindy's whispering to me. Can you hear? <laughs> women beyond at I- iCloud.com. See how easy that was for me. <laughs> Of course, if she told me that three minutes ago, I still would have forgotten it, so it didn't matter. She knows she has to write everything down for the old lady. Thank you. Thanks, Diane. Thanks, Thanks Cindy. Denise. Bye-bye.